Well, hello, hello, guys, and you're listening to Beauty Bites with Dr. K, Secrets of a Plastic Surgeon. And today on the podcast, it's time to talk anti-aging advice with the beautiful Darnell Cox. Welcome, Darnell. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. And for those of my listeners who don't know you, let's give them a little bio. So tell us the bullet points. Tell us all about yourself. Okay, I am a 52-year-old mother of three. And um, I have been a guinea pig in this anti-aging industries, I think, since I came out of the womb. (laughs) I think I came out of the womb searching for chapstick and a cure for baby cankles. But um, it's always kind of been a part of who I am. And diet and exercise and um, all that skincare stuff, I just feel like it's, it's just always been very fascinating to me. So I've kind of spent my life you know, searching for the metaphorical fountain of youth also from the inside out. Me too. No wonder we found each other. (laughs) And also the outside in. So like, what can you do, you know, on the outsides to look and feel your best? And what can you do on the insides in terms of like, what are you eating? Right. Um, How are you exercising? How are you emotionally handling getting older? All of that stuff that makes you kind of more motivated to get off the couch instead of sitting down with a bag of Doritos. So it's it's the inside out and the outside in. That's a little bit about me. Very true. And for it to give my listeners a visual, I'm sitting in front of the most gorgeous woman who's got zero percent body fat, <laughs> <laughs> the most gorgeous hair, face, skin, and nails, and just very natural looking. And Aww. Darnell is a certified holistic nutritionist, a health coach, a lifestyle blogger, and her popular YouTube channel is called Live Young Lifestyle. There you go. And her website is liveyounglifestyle.com. So that's where you can find her and all her amazing tips. So you started, what inspired you to start your YouTube channel? Honestly, I was very tired of of going on online and having 20-year-olds tell me how to exercise. Yeah, I've right. Had three <laughs> children. Um, and the way that you exercise in your 20s is very different than the way you need to exercise in your 50s because we start losing muscle mass at the, at the age of 30. And the way that you take care of your skin, you know, you stop mm-hmm. losing collagen. You know all this. You stop losing collagen in your 20s. So the way that I take care of my skin in my 50s is very different than, than a YouTuber who's in their 20s or 30s. Yeah. Um, so I, I felt a need you to... You started losing it in your 20s. Wait till you get to be 50, exactly. ladies. Exactly. It's no miracle to look good when you're 20. But if you are looking good when you're 50, 60, and beyond, then that's yeah. really where the important thing is. Aging is not for the sissies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much why I started it. I was constantly getting it um, questioned when I would go places like, what are you doing for your skin? Or they'd see me toting these three children. My children are now 24, 22, and 19. But wow. they were. I was toting these children around, and they're like, those all came out of you? How is that possible? So I was getting these questions and um, writing things down for people and sharing advice. And one day my husband just said, you need to start a website um, so that you can just point people to this website and they can get all the information that instead of telling it, you know, person to person. And it was soon after that that I realized um, visually, you know, it's one thing to say I'm 52 years old. Here's what I sh- you should do to your skin. It's quite different if somebody sees you visually mm-hmm, and they, mm-hmm. sees you work- they see you working out. They see what you're putting on your skin. Um, it just kind of, I feel like the, the YouTube channel kind of took off when I, when I started posting that kind of stuff. That's great. Well, how many subscribers do you have right now and how do you attract new ones? 
Um, I do no marketing at all. It's all word of mouth or, you know, somehow. But I have 21.5 thousand people that have subscribed to my YouTube channel. And I gain almost 100 new subscribers a day. Wow. That's yeah. a pretty so good number. Yeah. It is. I think that there's a lot of people out there that are our age. By the way, it's like we have the 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 largest growing population of people over the age of 50 and 60 than the history of the planet because yeah. of all the baby boomers. So there's right. a lot of us that are like growing into this into this age and not a lot of people telling us how What's to age well. To, yeah, mm -hmm. how do you age well? How do you I think problem number one with that is that there's not a lot of people willing to admit out loud that they're 50, that they're no longer right. 30 and 40. And it's right. almost like this societal thing that as soon as you announce that you're 50, is like you're sort of aged out. Like mm -hmm. Cindy Crawford says she's 50 and like she's stepping down from the throne and her beautiful 20-year-old daughter is taking over. So, you know, like right, this sort of mental thing. It's total ageism. and yeah. it's. But I also think that something about a woman turning 50 is different than like a man turning 50. Absolutely. Yeah. A man turning 50, they've gone into their career and they've solidified who they, like that's when they're probably earning the most money at 50. Yeah. Right? And for a woman, it's quite different. I don't want to get into the politics of, you know, <laughs> what we earn compared of to a man. earning potential. Yeah. yeah, earning potential. But for a man to get, you know, have, the salt and pepper it's a distinguished they're established for a exactly. woman you know when we're looking at ourselves in the magnifying mirror it's like it's, it's the exact opposite society looks at us differently which is wrong but that's so much truth. female worth is based on appearance and beauty and like you're at your prime in your 20s and then everything gradually deteriorates whereas you're absolutely right as a man you're like a baby when you're 20, you're immature, you're wet behind the ears, and the more older you get, the more gray, the more distinguished. It's bloody unfair. I know. It is. It's very unfair. It really yes, is. Like, I, they just kind of continue to climb this mountain of wisdom and uh -huh. character and dignity, and, and women tend to be like, oh, like a flower that's slowly withering. Yes. It's kind of really <laughs> freaking annoying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but we also <laughs> inflict this upon ourselves. We ourselves are our own biggest critics as we age. We're keeping on trying to look like the 20-year-old versus growing into gradually the, you know, the more the woman that we are, the more sophisticated, Absolutely. you know, person and who's confident, who doesn't need to be all appearance all the time. Yes, that's true. But but how we feel about ourselves and the inside because of like the social media, you know, world, we're living in a Kardashian world where, you know, things are, are face-tuned and they're slimified. Yes. Which I think is a disservice to women around the world because, you know, there's a lot of, of filters and things like that that go into the, the pictures that people are posting as influencers on, on so social much media. untruth and it's, so much deceit. It's really true. I did um, a, a YouTube video called Two Faced, The Secret Behind Hollywood's. Mm, um, yes, I gotta watch that. Very interesting. Um, I interviewed a doctor called Dr. Mark Monty, and he basically told me um, and the viewers there are many many Hollywood elite people that they have all of these procedures done um, and they don't say anything and then they go on and and they're the spokeswoman for like wrestling as yeah. if it was just an injection that can make somebody look that good and it is kind of a disservice to those of us right. who 
who looked to that as like something to aspire. As if all you need is yeah. green juice and yoga exactly. and, you know, moisturizer. And then you look good until you're 90. And yoga <laughs> that could make somebody 50 look like they're 25. Yeah. Just... I mean, the real truth in Hollywood is that every woman does have to have some form of plastic surgery in order to stay relevant, in order to be on the big screen, and just in order to not right. be like looked over like you're no longer relevant yes Yes. it's it's true the big screen is very brutal it's true it's true and there are some that don't do anything but they're as far as major like facelifts and things like that but they're doing all kinds of you know non-invasive lasers Lasers. everything Mm -hmm. you can do fillers botox without going under yeah yeah um but it's, it's a not dirty affordable to most people. No, but it is a dirty little secret that most it of them is. have had facelifts and it's just not admitted. Like Helen Mirren looks beautiful and she, there was a few years where she was looking a little bit withery right. and then she came into the next set of award shows looking like stunning but age appropriate. Right, she looks stunning and I think that that is a testament to the kind of work Definitely. that surgeons are doing because no longer are they pulling the skin so tight where everything, you know, they have the big wide fish mouths and everything yeah. is just pulled way too tight. The work that's being done these days is a lot more subtle and natural and just it, people won't really notice if you had one. They just use look more refreshed Exactly. And like rested, you know? There's a revolution in aesthetic surgery, and I think it's like artists like myself that are helping to lead it, where you really need to enhance someone's natural features and hide the fact that you're changing and altering the face and just make people feel good about exactly. their own identity, not becoming a new identity. Right. You That's know. exactly right. Just yeah. improving yourself a little bit without looking like somebody right. else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope to one day age like Jane Fonda. She looks oh, amazing. My. But yet she's had like three or four. She's faces. had plenty of work, yeah. but it's all great work. Great. It's great. Great work, maintaining her muscles. Talk a little about yeah. how muscles are your fountain of youth. Oh, my gosh. Well, we start losing muscle mass at like 35. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, muscles are, are they are calorie-eating machines. Mm. The more muscle mass you have, the, more, the higher your metabolism is. Because, mm-hmm. for example, if you were to g- run on a treadmill for, for an hour and you're sweating and you're, your heart rate's up, your heart rate only stays up for two or three hours after that. Go home and eat a bagel, and you've just put all of those calories back on. Mm. But if you're lifting weights and you're creating those little microscopic tears in your muscle fiber, which happens when you lift weights, it takes three to four days to repair that. Mm -hmm. So to repair that muscle takes extra calories. So you have to think of, you know, lifting weights, any sort of resistance training, that you absolutely have to start that after the age of 30. Not only is it good for, you know, just your overall health, but... Injury prevention when you get older, yeah. to be able to pick yourself up off the floor. Stability and balance. St- stability mm-hmm. and balance, the core muscles, all of that is so, so very important. What do you think about this trend? Have you seen this device called M-Sculpt or Cool Tone? Which just, is like you strap it on, it contracts your muscles 20,000 times yes. in 30 minutes. What do you think of those kind I of... I just did a... Uh, <laughs> it, it, was, it was a video I published two, uh, two videos ago. Um, I did the M-Sculpt with Dr. Yamini, and I actually went to the conference with him um, before that to try to figure out, is this something that I think would be would be worthy of doing a YouTube video on? Um, and so I've done like a whole series of them. Yes, it works. Yes, it's like I could tell a difference in the tone of my muscle. Um, 
it's just not sustainable, I think, for most people because it's priced really high right now. Yeah. And I think that once the price comes down, it makes sense for me in certain situations. If you're a competitive athlete, mm-hmm. great. If you just had a, a baby yeah. and those muscles are separated, mm-hmm. um, there's the M-sculpt is great in in making that to where your muscles contract back to where they were prior to, to But it pregnancy. doesn't give you these endorphins and that nice rush of, like, that sweaty feeling, that feeling of accomplishment. In fact, it's kind of weirdly jerky and uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. You would say, think it would be fun, but it's not fun. No. But I did it. I, so I've done it on my, my derriere um, because they were thinking that maybe it would take the you know, the place of the Brazilian butt lift, which it will not, um, and I, which was, that was fine. Like, cause I've got a lot of junk in my trunk back there and yeah. it was, it wasn't painful, but on she my does stomach, not have any junk in her trunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm Edit. Curvy. I'm, curvy. I'm sitting on it. So you can't see it right now, Dr. K, but, um, but I did it on my abs as well. And because I don't have a lot of body fat around my midsection, it, it was, it was, I have to say, I was sweating through it with yeah. pain. But not, but <laughs> like not, baby not. contractions. <laughs> it was. It's, it was oh. intense. But I did do the whole series, and I did notice that, yes, there is, um, there is like, you do have a, a more definition and a stronger core. So it might be for somebody who's, like I said, just had a baby, or somebody who's a competitive athlete, um, or just somebody who's, you know, they've, they're trying to, they want to kickstart to be able to, to mm-hmm. be able to work out harder and be able to get to the gym and they just need that little boost. Doing a series like that, I think is, is great, but nothing really takes the place of doing the hard work and That's actually going so to the gym. We'll talk a little about what's your morning routine. What's a really great routine for you? If you could have your ideal morning wake up. I have my ideal morning wake up almost every morning. Which oh, you is, do. I do. I'm a really, I'm, I'm, a big advocate of sleeping at least seven to eight hours. And if for some reason I wake up prior, I always set an alarm for eight hours um, because I work at home and my kids are grown. So I'm not like having to rush up and like make everybody Mm. breakfast. So when I go to sleep, my alarm is set for, for a timer for eight hours. And if I wake up prior to that, I'll use that time to just meditate. Um, and sometimes I'll fall, fall back asleep and sometimes I won't, but I don't leave the bed unless I'm there for eight hours. And I think it's, you know, sleep is so underrated and mm-hmm. people kind of wear a badge of, oh, I only need to sleep six hours. You really don't like our bodies need to be able to heal itself. Um, and you'll find out if you, if you sleep a lot less, you have a higher stress yeah. and you eat a lot more. You're eating your energy count, yeah. yeah. Like the energy you need, you're putting in with fast foods and exactly. that jolt of morning. Exactly. So in the morning, I wake up. If I if it's not eight hours yet, I'll meditate until it is. Um, my husband brings me a big thermos of green tea, so I have green tea every morning. Good. And it's probably three to four cups of green tea, and I'll sit there and watch the news. I'm still not getting out of bed unless I just have to go to the bathroom real quick, but watch the news and do a little bit of social media um, posting and check my emails. Mm -hmm. And then I get up for the day and I usually, I have a gym in in my back house, so I have a little home gym. So I'll I'll work out probably, I wouldn't say about four days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I'm not working out, then I'm up. Going to Pasadena, doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> At the crack of dawn to get here. <laughs> like that. I'm also in USC. I'm doing a second master's in gerontology, which is the physical 
social and psychological aspects of aging. So that oh, keeps how me awesome. busy. That's really yeah, fun. So I'm, so I'm, you know, if I'm not in the gym, I'm, I'm studying, You're studying and learning and yeah. Well, you, um, tell me about your passion for taking the right vitamins every day. I, I go through phases in my life where I'm like, I'm taking one of everything and I really want to get all my supplements in and then I'll be like, oh, not taking a single thing for the next three weeks. I don't yeah. know why. I just go through phases. And sometimes we we buy so many supplements, we forget why we're taking them. Yeah. Like, you know, or you just a feel like a, a pillaholic and I'm just like, do I want to swallow this handful of pills? But I, I really know. need it. Well, that's kind of why I came up with the supplement line. So, you know, I'm not a brand ambassador for anybody, and I yeah. get asked all the time. And I think it what's it's what keeps me um, objective mm-hmm. because if people are wanting my advice on something, if I'm getting a 10% code to them or I'm you know I'm doing all of this stuff, they're not going to trust what I'm saying. So yeah. I've been very um, adamant about not being a brand ambassador for anybody. Yeah. But in the supplement field, you know, I did a video um, on the FDA and and their role in, in regulating supplements. And it's like nil. Like yeah. They do not do a lot. And it's mm-hmm. amazing what is allowed on our supermarket shelves and in our vitamin stores that are actually toxic and yeah. filled with fillers and, and lead and like... And unproven ingredients. Unproven ingredients. Um, if they're course, selling marijuana products, like there's no tomorrow with no regulation. So imagine how vitamins are even crazier. Exactly. It's yeah. scary. It's scary. But it's it's sad when somebody thinks that they're doing something healthy for their body yeah. and they're actually harming their that body. Sad. So in that field, I kind of, I was I was one that walked around with a Ziploc full of supplements. Me too. Um, yes. Yeah. And so I did that whole Lisa Renna Beverly Hills housewife thing where you just pull out a bag and you're like, you know which pill is which. Mm-hmm. And I got really tired of doing that. And I was, I wasn't confident about what I was putting in my body. Mm-hmm. So I teamed up with um, a, a vitamin uh, manufacturer called Zymogen in Florida mm-hmm. and custom made my vitamin packs so that I knew what I was putting in my body. So in my anti-aging uh, multivitamin packs, every pack, it's all individually sealed, has a fish oil and it's got a biotin for your hair, skin and nails and it's got your, your multivitamins A through Z, and it's got the minerals, and it's got a really strong antioxidant. Mm-hmm. So there's five pills in one pack, and I know exactly what's in them because I help make them. So that mm-hmm. that part is like, you know, I really think that it's important in this industry where we are just bombarded with marketing um, to really do the research and know what's going in, into your body. People don't know. I mean, they buy multivitamins, but they don't do the simple basics like, you know, taking 2,000 milligrams of calcium a day. Like every single patient I ask is not on a calcium supplement. And as women, we are at such high risk for osteoporosis. Our bones are going to change and to become really frail like our grandmas. And it's just, you know, people need to stop and do a little bit of their own reading, I think, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is a bone support in my vitamin. Oh, good. Yay. Because I really harp on that because I think that a lot of facial aging changes come from bone density changes in addition in addition to your skin that gets crinkles and sun mm-hmm. damage you have your muscles of the face that thin and atrophy just like your biceps change yeah. not the same when you're 20 versus 50 right. and then your fat pads of your face change but the most significant thing I think is actually facial bone structure changes interesting yeah so that's an area where I'm going to be researching more and doing more treatments that treat the underground bone so the skin muscle that, and fat I'd drapes better 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we should. We can definitely do that. Um, have you done injectables yourself? I have. I'm not a big, um, I would say I don't really like fillers. Yeah. I I'm not big on fillers because I think that it it sometimes makes people look not like themselves. And then they yeah. just become very puffed up. Bloaty, yes. I've been doing Botox since I was probably 30. And yeah. I, so I'm a big uh, advocate of Botox. I do it in, in my bands of my neck uh -huh. because I feel like a woman's neck ages, I mean, just like the hands. Yeah. I do filler in my hands. Oh, good. So filler in your hands I think is great. Um, I'm not big on overdoing the lips yeah. uh, and, and the cheeks because I do feel it makes people not, not really look right. Mm -hmm. Though I do Botox. I do Botox in the bunny lines, like all over the face, the neck um, bands. Mm -hmm. um, but then I, you know, I'm, I'm a laser junkie. So <laughs> I've probably done more lasers than Darth Vader. So what I, lasers do you like to do for your face? Um, I just did the Clear and Brilliant. I love that. That's it's not pretty a good big, one. It's not like a big gun laser, you know. It's, it's not subtle. something. It's, it's for pigmentation. It's for, you know, a little bit of sunspots, age damage, fine yeah. lines. Yeah. And I kind of feel that it just like little things like that that aren't too aggressive but done consistently that's like, a big deal, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. People think that you can go in and have a laser done, and it's, you're going to look like a different person. Right. You're, all of a sudden, you're going to look 10 years younger. We just don't have that technology. That's just, and yeah. it's dangerous. Like, that's just not what, what we do. But mm -hmm. if you do it on a consistent basis, um, I usually sign up for, like, one or two different laser series per year. Mm -hmm. So this year, I'm doing um, the Pulse Dye mm -hmm. for for my because I have a bit of rosacea, so I have a little bit of a pink pink tone redness. in my skin. Yeah, and I'm and I'm liking the the clear and brilliant done like once a month, right. and and trying to see like if that actually makes a difference. And I do notice that about five or six days out, all of a sudden you've got this really fresh looking skin. So just for maintenance, stimulation, yeah. and maintenance, yes. Um, are you a believer in collagen supplements? Because that's such a hot topic, taking a collagen pill or a collagen drink. No. Okay. Um, no. Great. Me also. Yeah, I mean, I think that collagen does help, but I think, again, there's so much unregulated, unproven science Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. That's it. I don't know. Unless I start working with my vitamin company and making the collagen myself, you have no idea what you're actually getting. And in addition, it doesn't really make much scientific sense to me that if you're going to eat a collagen supplement, that all of a sudden it's going to go to your skin. I mean, it's the same kind of supplement that they would use for, for bones and joints and cartilages and things like that. So it's, it's great if you have something that you know what you're, what, what you're actually taking, but again, it's going to take those little um, micro traumas for it, your body to even say the collagen should go there. So like microneedling and PRP and things right. like that. Dry brushing. I'm like a big dry. I love dry brushing. So I dry brush every single night. And Wait, talk about dry brushing. So you use like a bristly brush. Yeah. And so, then. Yes. Yeah, so you use. I did a whole. I did a whole YouTube video. Oh my god. <laughs> on dry brushing. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> um, it does. So yeah, if you go to Live Young Lifestyle. Um, on YouTube, you'll and you scroll down, you'll see one on dry brushing. So you dry, start at your bottom of your feet or your legs, underneath your feet. Oh, the soles. The okay. Soles. People oftentimes forget the soles. And remember, dry brushing helps with lymphatic drainage. Yeah. So if your feet get sw swollen, which many people do when they're you know working all day on their feet, 
Um, so start at the bottom, your dry brush up, mm-hmm. and then the tops of your feet all the way up. So everything goes up towards your Are middle Are you using section. a lot of pressure? Or is it just like a real superficial stroke stroke? It's a little bit of both. I've got a couple different dry brushes. One is super bristly, uh-huh. um, which I love if I've got like dry skin. Yeah. Um, also, it helps with, with the reduction of cellulite in mm-hmm. the appearance, not in, you know, actually getting rid of it. But, you know, 95% of women have cellulite. But it does help with that lymphatic drainage and stimulating a little bit of collagen because you're creating those little micro traumas that you can't really see. Yeah, you know, your and more circulation more and circulation, brighter. And you're doing it towards your lymph nodes. So like your arms, you'd start at palms of your hands, back of your hands, dry bush all the way to your armpits. Right. Um, down your neck, mm-hmm. around your chest, you know, circular motions towards your heart, towards your lymph nodes. And I do feel that not only is your, does my skin look better, because everything gets a little flush, right? Yeah, right. People aren't, you know, they're just not, they're just not maintaining their entire bodies like that. We right. think when we're, when we're looking at anti-aging, we're mostly looking at our face. And you do people, need to start looking at your body because the skin do. changes. You'll look down one day, young 20-year-olds listening, and you'll see that your skin's starting to look crepey, exactly. textural change, tone and elasticity changes. Yeah. Yeah. And even, you know, I've had three three children, and after I, you know, had them, even like 10 years ago, I didn't have crepey skin on my on my stomach. But with age, now that crepiness, now it's like, oh, okay, I've had three children. (laughs) Yeah. You can kind of, you know. So dry brushing definitely helps with that. But also using, like, I have a really great Retin-A body cream. So it's my Supermodel Sculpt Contour Cream, which has retinol, which improves and stimulates collagen production everywhere. So now I'm a huge fan. Yes, I use that (laughs) regularly, and I definitely think you'll see a change in your skin quality with that. that. You know, what's funny is there's a lot of, um, like, supermarket kind of of skincare, like rock retinol and things like that. I, I don't use those on my face. But I use them on my body. Yes. So things that like you you would think you're supposed to be using, you know, it's it's a retinoid over the counter, so it's not very strong. You're supposed to be using on your face. You, you can't neglect like your elbows, your arms. I, yeah. I'm head to toe. Head with to that toe. Kind of stuff. Exactly. And I am coming out with the collagen powder, which I'll be very excited to talk to everybody about when it's fully ready. But it there are certain forms of collagen powder that, it, when taken in high enough concentrations, spill over into the bloodstream. A portion of that collagen is digested in your little tummy into amino acids, but some of those peptides then and building blocks of collagen will then spill into the bloodstream at high enough levels to create new type 1 and type 3 collagen in a in a better fashion than just for example the you've seen vital proteins and this and that collagen available Mm -hmm. that's maybe not a high enough concentration so there are some studies out there that support the fact that taking a collagen supplement can give you enough baseline peptides and building blocks and fragments of collagen around that your body then incorporates it so much better into collagen repair mechanisms like for people like you who are stimulating the need Mm -hmm. for new collagen those pieces get built picked up put into the system and make better skin Right. So I'm really but you excited still need about that, that stimulation. You do. And Stimulate I tell every day. Yeah. And especially over age 50, your hormones have gone down. Mm-hmm. You lose 50% of collagen and hyaluronic in your skin. If you're not on a Retin-A at night, you know, and you're not doing things like microneedling, chemical peels, lasers, right. fillers, collagen stimulators, 
Those are so important. They're so important. Yeah. yeah. So you talked about not liking um, filler for your mm-hmm. face, but there are collagen stimulators now where we can inject, for example, Sculpture, which turns on, it's not a filler, but I it turns like on Sculptra. your collagen production. Yes, I do. In fact, I tried it on my stomach. So oh, good. Yes, because I, I just am starting to, not, not when I'm standing up straight, but you know, you're in a bikini and you lean over to get something or I'm in yeah. yoga and like I'm in a downward dog and I'm looking at my stomach. Like, you're like, where are those creepy <laughs> like, layers from? Yeah. Um, but I did do a video on Sculptra with Dr. Bashi, who works at a Dr. Obaji's office in Beverly Hills. And we did a Sculptra legs mm-hmm. um, because, you know, that it, it doesn't fill it, but it's it causes your own body to stimulate that collagen. So yeah. I, I love it for that. Yeah. So the technology is coming, people, where you don't have to get a filler face. And it's yeah. already, the technology is already here with Sculptra and other products where you grow your own collagen. Grow your so own collagen. It's going to be changed by growing your own. <laughs> yes, I love that. Yeah. So what do you anticipate as um, new things going forward in anti-aging? You're studying gerontology. You're exposed to all sorts of nutritional lifestyle things. What's coming for 2020 that's new and improved for all of us? Oh, gosh. Um, If you had to predict like 2020 trends this year, I don't know. If I had to talk about what trends we had in 2019, what would we say? I mean, I do think think like the radio frequency kind of stuff has made like some big leaps and bounds this year. Um, Honestly... For me, in the in the in 2020, I'm really trying to drive home to my subscribers and to my clients because I do work one on one with people the the importance of what you're putting in your body. Mm-hmm. Like to me, food can be medicine and it can be poison. So we think we're doing stuff um, healthy for our bodies. And it ends up being, you know, the worst thing that we can do. One of the, the worst places to shop uh, if you're trying to be healthy is a health food store mm. because of the marketing. And everybody thinks that, oh, everything in there is healthy. And it's, and it's not. So I'm really big about trying to get the word out about pesticides and eating organically because all of that stuff um, relates to healthy aging. And it, you, can, you can tell in somebody's skin, are they eating a lot of sugar? Yeah. Are they are they eating, you know, do they have a lot of pesticides? Is there inflammation in their body? And all of that stuff kind of starts with what goes in your mouth. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and also what goes, what doesn't go in your mouth, like doing exactly. things like fasting and I'm a, allowing your body yes. to burn its own fuel for yes. a while. I don't eat until one o'clock every day. So I've been yeah. intermittent fasting probably for I want to say 10 to 15 years. That's I amazing. I have breakfast. recently been doing that this year and lost at least 10 pounds just mm-hmm. by not eating and, and not in a starvational way and not depriving myself, but just being busy and being mindful of like, I'm going to start eating at a certain time. Yeah. And, and I've met so many people who are doing it, who are healthy and fit and without a lot of effort, actually. Yeah. Well, if you think from an anthropological point of view, like we didn't have refrigerators and pantries full of food, you know, in caveman days, we, we had to hunt and forage and walk. And, and so it's, our bodies are designed to go long periods of time without, without food. And when you do that, um, you, your body has to reach into the fat cells Mm -hmm. because it's a really easy source of energy. But if you have blood sugar, if your blood sugar level is up because you just ate breakfast, it's going to grab the quickest thing that it can. Yes. You know, so fasting is really important for health. 
It really is. Do you have any really awesome, your top three beauty tips for skin? Yeah. Well, I would say sunscreen, <laughs> sunscreen, sunscreen. That is true. <laughs> this will be my top three that's, also. Top 10. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so I think, you know, sun protection is so important. So even if you never leave your house. If you if you haven't left your house that whole day, you're still getting sun through the windows. It's really important to to protect your skin. So right next to my toothbrush, so I wash my face, I'll brush my teeth. My sunscreen is right there on right. the counter every single day. So even on the cloudy days. Even on the cloudy days. Yes. So that's that's the first one. Um, my second one is you know, I think a lot of people. A lot of people over moisturize their face. Mm -hmm. And I think when people do that, you know, we get older, we, our face starts drying out, and we'll just slather on a bunch of moisture, which makes our skin cells lazy. Mm -hmm. So by drying out your face, by either, you know, using retin-A's, um, dry brushing, using scrub, um, salicylic acid, all of that stuff that dries your, your face out, it signals your skin cells underneath. Oh, produce your own moisture. Mm -hmm. um, so your cell turnover is a lot higher and you're producing moisture from within. Oh, sunscreen, okay, I'll put number one. Retin-A number two for sure. Yeah, exactly. Probably. That's the number exactly, one but proven is, ingredient. And it's, and it's drying. It is so drying it and was, it exfoliates exactly. and it makes you flaky. But if you are patient and you stick with nighttime Retin-A, you'll get through that exfoliation phase mm -hmm. of a month or so of annoying little flakiness. You can add moisturizer just to get used to it. But right. if you're not doing Retin-A and you're over age 30, you better come yeah. see me. Yeah. You. Step up your game, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I think vitamin C and antioxidants, actually. That was going to be my number three. So yeah. C serums are super important. I put them on every – I do my – actually, my face, my neck. I'm going to give you some of mine all, to try for all sure. All over my arms, my back of my hands. I oh, use really? C serum. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere that is, that is exposed um, that day is where I put C serum. So, so, yeah, so protection is number one. A retinoid is or drying out your skin in, is number two. And then, um, then absolutely the uh, C serum yeah. for the antioxidants, yes. Do you have any advice for women facing sort of midlife and in their 50s as their children are getting older or out of the house or empty nesters and they have a little more time for themselves and taking care of themselves? Like there's a whole transition where you, you really have to let go of your mother identity because you're not 100% mm -hmm. a mother anymore and you're back to being a person and you forgot who you were. So yeah. what um, what can we do to like really enhance our vitality at that I, stage I of life? take some classes. You know, like I, I'm an avid learner. I just always want to be learning something new because the one thing I don't want to be is like 85 and like, I, I don't know where I put my keys. Like mm -hmm. I think constantly, just like everything else ages, our brain cells age. And I think yeah. finding something that you're passionate about might, you might take a bunch of different like little classes here or there, but finding um, something that you're passionate about that you want to continue learning, mm -hmm. um, is very, I think is very, very important. I didn't start doing mm -hmm. this until my kids were out of the house. Right. They take know? up so much of our time. Your kids they, are your passion do. project for the first 20 years till you launch them. And they then, do. and then what, you know, so that's yeah. so interesting that you've gone back to graduate school and now you've rediscovered mm -hmm. your interests. I would say, I would tell patients or listeners or followers out there to just 
find your creativity because if all the time in life you're waiting and listening for people to tell you what's interesting and you have to wait for media to hit you in the face in the morning Mm -hmm. like you didn't turn off all the noise and listen to where you're finding creativity and inspiration i love that yeah because i think that's like a second it's a blessing to have this second phase of life where you're young healthy you can have time and focus on your own brain and your health and your muscles like you did (laughs) i love that i love that um, well, that's so amazing, and I can't wait to try your vitamins. Yay! And I, I can't, can't wait to try your, <laughs> your, your Retin-A for the body. Yeah, what and the name of that product again? It's called Supermodel Sculpt Contour oh. Cream. So we all supermodel and sculpted and contoured. We do, but definitely I want to age realistically, and I am yes. appreciative of finding another 50-year-old woman who's, like, rocking it and killing it and also helping people out there, all of our followers to understand that what they see in media is not real. It's definitely with much improvement and maintenance and Mm -hmm. a little bit of filtering. Yes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Where can our listeners find you on your social handles? So um, on Instagram, I'm at live young Darnell. And then my YouTube channel is live young lifestyle. And the website is live young lifestyle.com. And you can try her amazing anti-aging vitamin packs. And I'm going to be trying them too. Don't forget to take your calcium on top of that and stay beautiful. That's it for now, guys. Check out Darnell. And I really want to encourage you to build your muscle mass. Do all the things we've talked to you about today because it's time for you to take care of yourselves. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming on, Darnell. Stay beautiful. Mm -hmm.